Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is When Things Seem Too Difficult. Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving, ready for what you have. Thank you for teaching us through your word, Father, and through your Holy Spirit. Father, we come ready to receive. We choose to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, our flesh does not like difficult things. Our body doesn't like pain. Our brain doesn't like difficult things. But we need to learn from God in difficult situations. Let's start today at Acts chapter 7 in the Amplified Bible. Verse 1, Now the high priest asked Stephen, Are these charges true? Verse 2, And he answered, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory, the Shekinah, the radiance of God, appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. And he said to him, Leave your country and your relatives and come to the land that I will show you. So folks, Stephen goes on preaching a great message to the people. Let's pick it up again in verse 51. You stiff-necked and stubborn people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are always actively resisting the Holy Spirit. You are doing just as your fathers did. My friends, we need more preaching like that in the end times to reach the lost, and that includes many sitting in church pews supporting sin. 52. Which one of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? They killed those who proclaimed beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whose betrayers are murderers you have now become. 53. You who received the law as ordained and delivered to you by angels, and yet you did not obey it. Folks, this is where we are today. Many so-called Christians not obeying God's word and instead choosing the world's desires, pleasing people. So let's see how Stephen reacted. After preaching a message that would today get some folks to unsubscribe from his podcast. Verse 54. Now when they heard this accusation and understood its implication, they were cut to the heart. And they began grinding their teeth in rage at him. Folks, sounds like today's times. People in rage when you tell them the truth that they don't agree with. 55. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit and led by him, gazed into heaven and saw the glory, the great splendor and majesty of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. My friends, here is a key point in this verse. Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit, his guide, his comforter, his helper, who helped Stephen keep his focus on Jesus. 56, and he said, Look, I see the heavens opened up in welcome, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. 57, but they shouted with loud voices and covered their ears and together rushed at him, considering him guilty of blasphemy. Folks, in these current days, they'll accuse you of a hate crime for preaching the truth. 58. 
Then they drove him out of the city and began stoning him, and the witnesses placed their outer robes at the feet of a young man named Saul. Friends, a side note here. Saul, who became the great apostle Paul, watched and approved of this stoning. But he later received Jesus, and all things became new. We can't give up on the ones we know that are far from God. Let's keep praying and witnessing and loving. 59. They continued stoning Stephen as he called on the Lord and said, Lord Jesus, receive and accept and welcome my spirit. 60. Then falling on his knees in worship, he cried out loudly, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Do not charge them. When he had said this, he fell asleep in death. So folks, Stephen had an extreme difficult challenge being stoned for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But the love inside of him came out. While being stoned to death, he said, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. So now let's see what Saul who became Paul, said in 2 Corinthians about learning in our weaknesses. 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10 in the Amplified. Because of the surpassing greatness and extraordinary nature of the revelations which I received from God, for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting myself. 8. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me. So, friends, Paul prayed to get rid of this attack of Satan. Verse 9. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation, for my power is being perfected, and is complete and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. 10. So I am well pleased with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. Folks, we need to draw from God's strength in our weaknesses. Genesis 22 in the Amplified Bible, verse 1. Now after these things, God tested the faith and commitment of Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he answered, here I am. Verse 2, God said, now take your son your only son of promise, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Folks, how is that for a difficult day? God asking you to sacrifice your son. Now verse 11, but the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he answered, Here I am. Verse 12, the Lord said, Do not reach out with a knife in your hand against the boy, and do nothing to harm him, for now I know that you fear God with reverence and profound respect, 
since you have not withheld from me your only son, your son of promise. Friends, sometimes when God asks us to do something, we can't see what good will come out of it. God's plans are greater and better than ours. Verse 18, Through your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have heard and obeyed my voice. Folks, Abraham's obedience in a difficult time, being told to sacrifice his son, God blessed his seed, which ultimately gave us Jesus, the Savior of the world. Now let's see how Jesus reacted to an extremely difficult time. Luke 22, verses 32 through 36. Two others also who were criminals were being led away to be executed with him. 33, when they came to the place called the skull, or Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right and one on the left. Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots, dividing his clothes among themselves. Now the people stood by, watching, but even the rulers ridiculed and sneered at him, saying, He saved others from death. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up to him and cruelly offering him sour wine. So friends, while our sinless Jesus was being crucified with two convicted criminals, and as the people around cast lots for his clothes, ridiculed and mocked him and sneered at him, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. The love in Jesus coming out of him for all of us. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for Jesus, the ultimate example of how to deal with difficult times. Focused on you, Father, and your plans. So we choose, Father, to seek first the kingdom and put you first in everything that we do. And we thank you we have a reward coming in heaven for living for you all of our days with boldness. On fire for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, we sure love you all. You can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.